Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What is going on? Nixon here arguing that Northwestern is just as bad as Illinois. No, Illinois is better. Illinois, Illinois, Illinois beat Penn State. Yeah, and Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't going to mention that. And it's Brett Bielema, three-time Big Ten champ. <laughs> Give some respect to Burt. I'm a big Burt guy. Yeah, I'm going to say Illinois is better than North. Northwestern's a bad football team, man. That's why things would become crumbling like... It would be bad if they lost. As a program, I'll say, outside of last year, they've probably about the same. Although, North, I would say Northwestern's got the edge there as a program outside I'd of last agree with year. That. As a football team last year, Illinois. I'm, we should look I mean, up that game, actually. Dude, Illinois had a better record, but I think uh, – I think. Um, Did they play each other? That might have been Northwestern's only Big Ten win, honestly. <laughs> I was going to say, I think at least uh, uh, Northwestern pushed them last year. Uh, Northwestern won a game in the Big Ten. I can't remember who it was against because Indiana was the only team that went defeated, if I remember correctly. Uh, Indiana uh, or Illinois beat Northwestern forty-seven to fourteen last year. That's, I'm telling that's you, how bad Northwestern, Northwestern is. is bad. Northwestern's really bad. Like th- that game, that game in Ireland should be a blowout. I'm not going to say it because it's week zero, new coaching's have blah blah blah. I understand. Thirty-seven to seven at half. That a boy, Bert. <laughs> Peel them up. <laughs> Show them what it's about. Yeah. All right, let's go back in time. Actually, I've even got a little bit of uh, music that we can play for our yes. back in time. Type I know you're going. a big fan of the one you're about to play. Oh, yeah, far. we're going all the way back to the year 2004. 2004. A great time. Was it? <laughs> when young Nathan would move to Virginia. When young Nathan moved to Virginia and Britney Spears was uh, playing some toxic music back in the day. Oh, I thought you were about to turn off. Like, Dude, oh, on. no, no. There's pauses in this one for dramatic effect and for to go. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> really puts you in the mood for 2004 Nebraska football. Oh, yeah. 2004 Nebraska football. Very toxic itself. The first year of Bill Callahan. Current uh, Colorado State head coach, Jay Norvell, was actually the offensive coordinator. And Kevin Cosgrove ultimately might be the downfall of the uh Callahan regime was the defensive coordinator and things were not good. Uh, Nebraska opened up with a 56-17 win over Western Illinois. In that game, I remember Joe Daly threw four touchdowns and four interceptions. Not great against Western Illinois, but I kind of did the math in my head. I was like, okay, you know what? Four interceptions don't equal points. Four touchdowns do. If he does this every game, we can be good. This was a complete overhaul of an option offense. Everybody's recruited for the option, and now they're trying the West Coast out. So the next week, Southern Miss comes in and beats Nebraska 21-17. to Joe Daly runs out of bounds instead of floating up a pass or trying to get to the first down line. Very frustrating ending to the game, and Nebraska loses. Despite that, they did end up starting 3-1 and after defeating Pittsburgh and Kansas, though Kansas was a 14-8 to victory and did not leave Nebraska fans feeling well for the next week. And the next week uh, was one of the worst weeks in Nebraska football history. Texas Tech beat Nebraska 70-10, to oh my God. the worst loss in the storied 114-year history of Nebraska. Uh, Bo Davis, the backup quarterback that night, a line I always uh, make fun of a little bit. Oh, hold on. This is the best part of the song. Uh, Bo Davis was one of eight for 12 yards and four interceptions. I don't know what the QBR is on that, but if there's a possibility to go negative, 
That's oh that's God. it. Uh, 70 to 10? 70 to 10, and I can't tell you like how shocking that was to everybody. Despite, I mean, we knew this team was in trouble. The Southern Miss lost, barely skating yeah. by Kansas. Um, it was like, okay, this is not good. But Texas Tech, 70 to 10, and I think it's, uh, I talked to Steve Silva, I think he was there. You brought up that Virginia Tech, after their points, they, they do a cannon. I think Texas Tech did the same thing, and it was just cannon after cannon oh after cannon. God. And Ugh. it was tough. It was tough um, for everybody to swallow at Nebraska. You know, the 60-point loss. Uh, like I said, that 62-36 loss in 2001 to Colorado um, would be maybe where I think the downfall started. Um, but this one, I would almost say, was 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 worse. I mean, it was just Nebraska obviously not competitive. Somehow they did turn around and win two of their next three games before dropping the final three. The Oklahoma game was particularly pathetic. Oklahoma was really good that year, but Nebraska needed a last-second field goal, which they sent out the field goal unit out there to avoid the <laughs> shutout <laughs> at the last second. Uh, so it was 30-3 to instead of 30 to nothing. Um, Barrett Rood ended up uh, being the third-team All-American on that team, finishing with the school record 432 tackles. Josh Bullock's returned for that year. Year as well, so I mean they had some guys. Fabian Washington it wasn't uh, it wasn't a talent issue at the time. Certainly, uh, buy-in might have been part of the problem there. Um, and uh, so it was a rough year for Nebraska. They finished five and six. It would be their first losing season since 1961. Uh, they did not play in a bowl game for the first time. Broke their uh, consecutive bowl streak at 35 straight bowls. Oh uh, Nebraska dropped the final game to Colorado, and that cemented it. So it was the first time didn't play a bowl game since '68. Uh, for the year altogether, it's very interesting year in college football, instant replay would make its debut, and nice. the Big Ten Conference began it on a one-year experimental basis. Um, obviously, they, we've used it since. Uh, Miami and Virginia Tech entered the ACC over the Big Ten East. Yes. Uh, over from the Big East, I should say. Miami went 9-3 and three and finished number 11. Virginia Tech entered the ACC and won it. 10-3. and three, conference Marcus champs. Vick, baby! <laughs> they would not win their bowl game. Uh, but it was a good year for bowl games. Texas Beat uh, Michigan 38-37 to in uh, really one of the best non-championship bowl games. Uh, Vince Young helped to come back and started kind of the, the hype for the next year of Texas when they would ultimately win the championship in 2005. Uh, and also, LSU lost to Iowa on a last-second Hail Mary pass in the Capital One Bowl, uh, which was very cool. It would become the first school to lose a non-BCS bowl a year after winning the BCS National Championship game. Hmm. The Heisman went to Matt Leinert, though it should have went to freshman Adrian Peterson, but we weren't ready to give him out to freshmen. Also, so he did miss a few games. That probably hurt him a little bit there. Jason White, uh, Adrian Peterson's teammate there at quarterback, ended up third. Alex Smith was fourth for his undefeated season at Utah, and Reggie Bush uh, was fifth. Lombardi Award went to t David Pollock, if you're a big David oh, Pollock. Oh, nice. So that's kind of cool. Uh, as far as the championship goes, USC defeated Oklahoma. It's very, very confusing. USC defeated Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl by a score of 55-19, to so they got their second consecutive AP title with that, first-ever BCS title. Auburn and Utah finished the season undefeated. So the whole problem of the BCS is going to pit one versus two, and you won't have undefeated teams not winning. That didn't turn out. Uh, later, USC was forced to vacate their BCS title win, along with the regular season victory over UCLA mm -hmm. due to NCAA sanctions. Um, the AP title was not vacated uh so they don't have the BCS title anymore, but they still have the AP title. And now there's two teams out there, Auburn and Utah, that went undefeated. Somebody else has got a vacated title, and they don't get the they don't get to claim it. So that's kind of interesting. Shame for Utah. Yeah, it's they definitely should, for Utah. They should have at least done the Central Florida thing. Where it's like, yeah, we'll claim yeah, it. Yeah, well, we might as well. <laughs> also, we got a couple things I want to answer. 
Corey says, where did young Nathan move from in 2004? I moved from Rockford, Illinois. So Ooh. a little bit outside of Chicago. That would be why I'm a Cubs fan. Also, Bach, you'll love this. Kevin Cosgrove. I wanted to yeah. do some research on him. He was so bad, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. What? He legitimately does not have a Wikipedia page. Somebody go out there and fix that. Kevin Cosgrove needs a Wikipedia page. If we're nothing more to say, this guy just did not coach defense. Is he bad? For years. Well, he was especially bad uh, this season and then in 2007 when it all unraveled. Actually, pretty good defense in 05 and 06. But, but that's not what the story is <laughs> Kevin Cosgrove his respect. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for 06 defense. That was pretty darn good. Uh, they really weren't too bad. And, and, and Bill Callahan, as 